and welcome to Tales from the Land of Dragons. I'm Lev Davidovich Bronstein. Please walk into the tiled courtyard ahead. China's history reaches back thousands of years into the past. Through the centuries, her culture has been shaped by a rich mixture of philosophies, religions, and social forces. We will be examining the art as well as the influences behind it on our tour today. On the left, you see an unusual stone called a scholar's rock. This kind of stone, shaped by natural forces, is revered in China. This reverence embodies China's deep respect for nature, as well as the importance of a refined appreciation of nature's forms. The large figure in the center of the stone sculpture represents the Buddha. Buddhism came to China from India 2,000 years ago, and it too has shaped China's culture and art through the ages. We will be also examining the impact of Buddhism on Chinese art in today's tour as well. Now walk through the doorway to the right of the Buddha sculpture. As you enter this gallery, look to your right. You will see a freestanding case next to the doorway. It contains a large pot. Walk over to it. This pottery vessel is more than 3,000 years old. The designs on the surface were painted with ink and brush, making this our earliest stone example of Chinese brushwork. It depicts a shaman. A shaman is a Chinese mystical healer who held the role of high priest in the days of China's nature worship. We might find the idea of a shaman or a high priest ridiculous today, but the Chinese actually held, held this position high reverence and uh, sanctimony. You can identify the figure as a shaman by his sculpted head and tattooed face. This particular shaman was a popular villager known as You know, I can never pronounce these names. It starts with Please forgive me. Before we go on, please look at the label for this work. You will see a symbol of a pair of headphones. This symbol will mark all the stops on our tour today. Now turn to your right. Our next stop is on the wall to the right of the doorway where you came in. Walk over to the two wall cases set side by side. Stop at the case on the right. These two orcs are in the earliest works in our exhibition. The earlier one on the left is painted with ink on wood and dates to 3rd century AD. Notice the animated brush strokes that define the figures' faces, hair and costumes. Look at the expressive lines on the woman's wisp of hair and the man's moustache. They start thin, then end thicker with a curved hook. Personally, I think this painting is a piece of crap. Look at the work on the right. This dates from the 7th century AD. Notice the bright, rich colors and the manner in which the artist has used shading to create the effect of three dimensions. I like this painting a lot better. Now turn around. Walk back toward the case we stopped at before. To the left of the case, you will see a long horizontal case that's set against the wall. Walk to the right end of this case. This is an ancient hand scroll. Hand scrolls are stories told in pictures that read from right to left. As you examine the hand scroll, walk slowly to the left. You will see 
13. Historic emperors as well as their attendants. The emperors are depicted wearing black pants and are generally taller than their many attendants. Quietly remove the glass and smell the rich aroma of the paints. That's it. Take it right in. Then please replace the glass to its previous position. Now turn around. Look at the long case facing you that runs down the middle of the room. We will come back to this later. But for now continue to the left. Walk around the end of this case. Our next stop is the first long scroll on other side of this case. Find the portrait of a parakeet. This painting was drawn by one of China's most beloved emperors towards the beginning of the 12th century. This is probably here just because the guy who painted it is famous. Personally, I hate this painting. Every time I walk past this one, I want to smash the glass with a sledgehammer and rip the scroll to shreds with my teeth, which, by the way, are extremely long and sharp as far as teeth go. They're more like fangs than human teeth. Anyway, I'm rambling. Now look to your left. At the end of the room is a tall case with a large hanging scroll. To the left of the doorway, you will see a painting of a winter landscape. This portrait shows a remarkable sense of depth and grandeur, and also emphasizes the Confucian ideal of man's symbiosis with nature. Now look to your left. Directly in front of you is another long horizontal case set against the wall. Look at the scroll at the right end. This is from the 11th century. Here, Confucian scholars are preparing texts for the education of an emperor's son among servants. But the central of the scroll is little less hunky-dory. Two scholars endeavor to settle their dispute about the latest rice harvest or something I don't know, and frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Anyway, they're on the top of an ancient Chinese raised boxing ring, and the first scholar gives a right jab, then an uppercut. It looks as though it's all over for scholar number two, but wait, scholar number two is bouncing back with a left hook and a right jab. There goes the ball of food. Well, this one's for the books. By the way, does this music sound familiar to you? It's Rachmaninoff's third concerto for piano and orchestra. But you probably just know it as the music from Shine. What did you think of that movie? I didn't like it so much. The guy's just going like, blah, 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 piano. I could do that. What are you going to give me an Oscar now? I don't think so. Probably because of my disgusting anatomical abnormalities. Personally, I was rooting for Tom Cruise, but I can imitate him too. Show me the money. Show me the money. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Now turn to your left. Now turn to your right. Put your right foot in. Now take your right foot out. Now put your right foot back in. If you are in the right mood, shake it all about, baby. This is the beginning of the Hokey Pokey section. We will be doing the Hokey Pokey at designated times throughout this tour. You see, we are spicy at the Museum of Fine Arts. We always keep it on your toes. Haven't you noticed? <laughs> I'm being sarcastic, you decadent imperialistic maggot. Our next painting dates from the 11th century in the dynasty of... Oh no! I'm glad I won the... Here we go! It's time for a hockey pocket break!
out, you put your right foot in, you put your right foot out, you put your right foot in, and then you shake it all about, you do the hokey pokey, then you turn the... <laughs> Sorry about that anyway. Now it is time for the next gallery. And if you feel like a break, well, that's too bad, because you may not turn off your headset, at least not on my tour, you subhuman piece of filth. May I repeat that for you, American swine? You may not turn off your headset. If you look to your upper right, you will see a tiny security camera, you worthless piece of maggot shit in other cow's shit. I'm watching you right now, you piece of goat. Crap. Well, by the way, I saw you were trying to sneak by the hokey pokey, and well, you didn't get away with it, you bombing moron. Oh, what the hell is the next page of this fucking script? Yudmila! Yudmila, I disoda, you stupid bitch. Where did you put it? You do this to me all the time. Excuse me, I have to sort out some shit, eh? Why don't you listen to some idiot music to keep yourself while I locate the rest of my fucking narration? Yeah, this should keep you occupied, you drooling imbecile. 